What's up, everyone? You are listening to the Ravel and Queen podcast. It's Thursday, Sarah. We back. Happy Thursday. Thursday. Friday Eve, as they like to say. Friday Eve. I still. Okay, here's what we're going to talk about right now for a moment. Because it's just come to me. I still have no concept of dates. I will say, like, I do not know when weeks start or weeks end. It truly is a mystery to me. And I'm not, I'm really not that bothered by that. That doesn't bother me. But I am noticing, and that is like a hangover from COVID, which I'm okay with that. Um, I am noticing, however, that some admin things are starting to come back into my life and a lot of organizing. And I have to tell you, I'm really, I, it hasn't really settled in me, to me how I'm going to deal with this, but I don't like it and I'm not going to deal with it. Uh, and I'm now on steps to like remove any things that feel like administrative requirements on my mind. Well, at least it's May and taxes are done. So that's probably a big administrative lift. I don't know. I know what you mean though. Today, I actually had an interesting day because working from home, the COVID hangover, whatever you just call it. It's like a weird, you know, it's the when it's the weekend, but everything in between is kind of like blurry. But I had to run some errands and do a few things today. And I'm like, you know what? I need to get, there's a few errands I need to get out and do because I they need to be done. And you feel really good when they're done though, Sarah. Oh, listen. So I'm on this new thing. I'm not on this new thing, but I agree with you. Uh, I'm going through a spiritual upgrade again, always (laughs) new beliefs, new foundations. So what I realized is like, every time you go through this stuff, you have to cleanse and purge and get rid of stuff. So I'm going through like a throwing stuff out right now in my house. So you're right. And I think rather than waiting for like a month where I keep my donation clothes in my house for a month, I'm about being on them faster so a hundred percent, those errands matter, but then also there's little things that uh, you, you are so, so, so right. I'm on this big thing of like stuff that annoys me. I deal with it right away. So I accidentally bought this pack of pens. So stupid. This is so stupid. And, and you hate them. I hate them. And I <laughs> thought they were the pens I wanted. I went to great great effort to save the one pen I liked and order the matching ones. What I didn't realize is I accidentally got the tips that are size medium and not small. Oh. So this morning I went out because it's like two days in a row. It's been driving me crazy when I'm journaling or when I'm writing in my notebook. So this morning that Aaron done, I was like, this is mm. not bothering me for weeks. I went to Staples. I got that. I'm, I have to go to envy this evening to get a top for my I'm traveling much more for work. So I've got to go get a, a shirt and I'm just doing it because it's on my mind. And I think, like you said, I'm I'm just in a place where these things aren't lingering and I feel like it's part of clearing the mind. Oh my gosh. I couldn't agree. The purging, maybe it's the time of year and stuff too. I don't know what's happening. I went through things I kind of like in my closet, but I just don't wear and they don't serve me. Like, I don't feel like I love them when I put them on, but they're they're Okay. I went through one day and I was feeling a little bit anxious and to distract me, I just went through and was like, pew, 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 pulling everything. And the pile was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And my closet's quite large. And there was a mountain of like consignment, donating uh, a couple of different piles, stuff to go to the cottage. And I have to tell you, that was one of my errands today. And I have one because I couldn't 
carry it all my down my hall in my apartment, but I have one bag to go to Goodwill and like, you feel good. I'm, I'm taking my bag with me on the way to the gym that I have. But you're right. And I think now I'm realizing it more like this is something that happens every time I go through like uh changing of beliefs and it's like a clearing out the space and the clutter. And that's a big, that's a big part of, of, of new seasons for sure in all ways, literal in life, but then new seasons in your own life and your personal, whatever's going on with you personally, I think is creating space. So you got to get rid of all that other stuff. And also just like adulting. I feel like there's so many things that now we just need to do and stay on no, top of. This is what I disagree <laughs> with. This is what I am not buying into. There was I'm a big like, eye roll. This did not exist in the last two years of my life. And suddenly I've gotten oh, like, trying, I've always been like this. There's nothing that I am worse at than booking an administrative task, managing my schedule. There is literally, I'm shocked at how bad I am in it. Shocked. Um, and so I just, I, I can't do it. I'm just not, I'm out. I don't know. Uh, I'm like the complete opposite. I get so much joy. It's actually, you know, I'm a bit psychotic when it comes to like cleaning and organizing and my husband's away right now. And I cleaned the house last week. I cleaned it yesterday morning as soon as I took him to the airport because it's just like, this makes me feel, I think honestly, I need to dig into this because there could be a link with feeling overwhelmed and anxiety. And it's just a way to just decompress. I don't know. Does that sound crazy? But my mind just healthy habit. I mean, I guess, but it makes me feel so good. I feel so accomplished after. So that's great. Whereas it takes me all day to manage my schedule. And then I feel like fucking angry after at the end of it. Like I'm furious because it takes you so long or because you, because I hate it and it takes me long and it zaps my energy. I'm not supposed to do it. So I'm actually now looking into getting a virtual assistant just which is like, ridiculous, but I honestly just never want to do this stuff ever, 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 ever. Sarah hates it. She's done. I'm anyone's looking for a part-time work call her. It's not even that I hate it. It's that I am also very bad at it. Then don't, you shouldn't do it. I agree. I enjoy doing those things. Not so much administratively, but around the house, like it gives me some sick pleasure. I know. And I would rather sit alone in my office undisturbed for hours and be able to like go into some rabbit hole. Like it's just, we each have you know our what? things. This is why we're friends. And this is why <laughs> the world goes around because everyone has their vices and you know what? We can help each other. Maybe we can do a little bit of what we both don't like doing. Okay. But now I have another serious question. How are you enjoying being on your own for a few days? I mean, we love Jeff. Let's we love Jeff. It's very strange only because we do both work from home and obviously live together because we're married. It's nice to have, this sounds so selfish, but it's nice to only have to worry about yourself for a few days, like even just making coffee or food or doing the dishes. There's just half. I even did laundry today and I was like, oh, there's not as much laundry. This is great. That's so funny. I like, I don't know, obviously, but I can relate only from I've had poodles living with me for two weeks, which is, you know, this is not a real poodles, very much like husbands. They are not (laughs) three poodles equal one husband, but it is eye opening for me because I wake up and the first thing I have to do is take them out to the washroom and then feed them. And I can't even do anything. I can't Mm -hmm. even start my morning until they're taken care of. And so I do understand when you're saying, you know, I understand very little, like I understand so little, but I'm like, 
for once in my life, I'm like, oh, I get it. You got to make twice the meals. You got to do twice the laundry. Yeah, it's true. Okay. So this is like a little vacation ash mode. This is Ashley. And I've really been enjoying, I mean, it's kind of nice out today. I want to get out and go for a quick walk, but I just feel like being inside in my house. And maybe that is because I'm alone and I just want to like, again, I've, there's not a, ounce of laundry. There's everything's put away. Everything's clean because I just feel so like, I don't know. And it's, it's nice. So I should be wanting to not be inside, but Hey, what can I you think do? That's like, it is a, that is one of the funny things when you live on your own or by yourself, your house is exactly how you leave it. Whereas like, you know, I advocate to, it's better to live with people. It is better for you. And, you know, you'd rather be in a loving and happy relationship with a partner than on your own, but it is a fun treat when you come home and the house is exactly how you left it. Oh, it is. And I mean, Jeff is a very, he's very good and organized and he obeys by the rules of Ashley. Let's just, (laughs) let's just get that straight. But just, just to be alone. I know you can appreciate that too, because when you're around people or traveling and then when you're home, you just feel that much more content for a few days. And then I'm off to Montreal this weekend. So the yeah. big birthday weekend. Okay, no, but that, that's what I have. I totally get that you're staying in the house and enjoy. Sometimes it's just nice to enjoy your space on your own. Oh, 1000%. Making dinner alone, a gift. And just like doing whatever you, yeah, I know. Okay, I hope you Sorry enjoy. Sorry to all the parents days. out there who are longing for this moment of aloneness. We, we pray for this for you and Sarah and I will cherish it as much as possible for you right now. I told VK, my friend in Newfoundland who just had a baby, I was like, the first night that, you know, Violet can go without you, I would like to put you up in a hotel. It's <laughs> like, when we get to that milestone, please tell me and I will pay for a hotel room for you to go and sleep for 12 hours. So, Ooh, but exactly, exactly what you're saying. Okay. Any big plans for the birthday weekend before just- we just Montreal, just going to eat and shop and chill out. It's going to be hot, hot, hot. Are you going to Boda Boda? I'm not. No, I know. So many people keep asking me, are you going to a concert? Are you going to Boda Boda? And the answer is no, I'm not. Just You're not doing any chill. Just see what the day brings. You know what I've been noticing lately is like a lot of things have been lining up perfectly for me. And I think that vibe can come with you. Oh, I meant to tell you, actually, the 21st is supposed to be this divine day astrologically because we're in Mercury retrograde, which is like last year, the Mercury retrogrades were affecting me big time. And And we're not good driving them this year. They're like, Rebecca did my chart. She's like, you're basically going to bypass all these Mercury retrogrades because there's so many good stuff happening at the same time. So like, amen for that. But I was going to tell you your day is your birthday is supposed to be like a super duper day astrologically. So the stars are, are quite literally aligned for you that day. I can't wait. So all the things for the rest of the year. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I love that. I meant to tell you that that earlier. I'll send you the full, I think Channing Nicholas posted something. So I'll send it to you. Um, Ashley, today we have a very special guest on. We sure do. Someone we love dearly, Miss Connie McGinnis. We spend a lot of time, a lot of time at her studios. She is the founder of our studios, which we, you know, as you know, Ash and I do spend a lot of time there. She said, we love the Pilates. We love, well, you love the spin. I've even done a few spins. We love Rogue. And now she's got 
She's also got Rinse, the hot Pilates, and the newest baby is now open, Rest. And don't forget Rebel in Dartmouth for all the Dartmouth people. Oh, yeah. We love Rebel as well. Um, So we had a great chat with Connie. She's been on the podcast before, but at the very start of the show. So basically, it was nice to... It's been almost... It's been a year and a half probably since she's been on. Maybe like early days. Very early days. Actually, two and a half years, I think. 2019? Yeah. So two and a half years since she was last on. And really, we just talked about the growth over that period. And really like the growth in the studio since she's begun. We also talk about personal development, how she has started pushing herself by putting herself in the shoes of being a beginner. She's joined a running group and really like what that experience uh, has been like for her. We also get into um, a lot of soul, like the conversation that she brings into a class and the energy that she's able to bring into a class. And I think how that connects to all the, everyone who's attending, I really enjoyed that part of the conversation. And then lastly, she's, she shares a very big announcement with us, which I think all of our listeners will be very excited to hear about. I know she really dropped one on us, which is so exciting. So stay tuned. That That's near the end. So you got to tune in for the whole thing to get the goods. I was legitimately flabbergasted. Yeah, you were. Speechless. Speechless. And I do want to mention, speaking of our studios, we are doing a community fundraising ride at Rival on May 27th at 6.30 p.m. with my cousin-in-law, let's say, Chris Cunningham, and then another Pilates class. Uh, All proceeds will be going to the LLC fundraiser, and that one's Sunday, May 29th. I think it's at 1 or 1.30. We will share some information um, shortly, probably through social media. And that one's with Nicola, our gal. Yes. So those are all to help Ashley raise money for the Lymphoma and Leukemia Society. The links will be in the show notes where you can sign up and come do some Pilates and, and, and ride some bikes with us. It's going to be a ton of fun. That's it. That's it. Let's, let's talk to our gal, Connie. All right. So today we have back in the studio, Connie McGinnis, a friend Ooh. of ours, the fitness queen also, as we're, we're the fitness queen. <laughs> we're giving her that title. And Connie was in the studio with, with us the year we started the podcast. Not the studio. You're right. She was in Ashley's kitchen with us or, or <laughs> dining room, dining room table in October, probably 2019 at the very beginning of Rival and Queen. And we were just talking about how much has changed in the last what is it? Two and a half years, basically. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Two and a half years since that time. At that point, you had just opened a third studio in Halifax. Not even. Not even. Now you have five with a six to come. That's like, that's (laughs) a studio a year at least, basically. And you've developed an online platform. Like so much has happened in the last couple of years. We honestly just want to (laughs) like... First of all, we love you. (laughs) And also it's just like, we always get to see you just in passing through life. So it's nice to actually be like, come sit down. Let's actually just like have a catch up. What have you really been doing? (laughs) But you know what I do love? I feel like I see you way more now because you're teaching a ton too, which is fun. Yeah. I mean, I took probably like two and a half years off teaching when I had the first two studios. Like I may not even have been teaching at that time. 
Yeah, I, I think just we started again. Mm-hmm. I think you had just started doing like one class a week again because yeah. you were like, I I missed it, and like, yeah, I mean, it's the foundation of why I started the business. It's like clearly where my passion lies. If you've especially seen me <laughs> teaching in like a high energy situation, I'm just basically someone who wanted to be like a rock star and settled for like a podium with a lighting <laughs> and music set. And a spin bike. You're a rock a star for us. But yeah, I mean, I've run all components of the business up until, up until after COVID, basically. And it was just too hard to make the transitions between doing the operations and doing the marketing side and client communication side and doing all components and then trying to show up and put on a new hat and be a really energetic, inspirational person when ultimately it was very stressful to be running a business by yourself. So it's nice. I feel, I mean, it's grown dramatically and I'm teaching more now than I have in five or six years, but I feel like the balance is perfect. Like I've been able to let go of and delegate a lot of components that just frankly are not my skill set. And I was just doing because I didn't have any other option. And I get to be more front facing and do more of what I love now. So yeah, I've gotten to be a little choosier in what I do. (laughs) I just personally love, well, I love spin, but I walk into Rival and Connie's at the desk before her class greeting everyone and I, I've said this to Jeff a few times. I've never felt so special as my wife. Because <laughs> Connie is legitimately so excited and friendly towards every single person that walks in the door. I'm like, yeah, Connie's pumped I'm here. I'm happy I'm here today. Well, I think that's the magic of it. Like, exactly like you said, like, that's the part that you love of the business and why you got into it. And, like, it is different when it's your... Listen, there's amazing instructors who work at all the art studios. And so I feel welcome a lot of times. But it is different when it's you. hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's created to be, you know, it was created to be a space that I needed at a time in my life. And so that's exactly what I want people to feel when they walk in. Like, you should feel like no matter what's happening in your day, in your life, like, I want it to be a sanctuary for people. Like, I want you to feel, everybody wants to feel seen. Yeah. A hundred works. It's uh, it's actually what I realized through covid I don't think I've told you this, but I've definitely told Nicola and probably everyone else who teaches classes that I go to is like, I don't go to uh, the gym to work out. I go to socialize. (laughs) And like, you've been saying that for years. I go to socialize. (laughs) That's what I realized. Cause when I couldn't go during COVID, I was like, I'm not great at working out at home alone. Like I'll do it if I have to, but I'd rather just go for a run or something. But it's like, I go to be around humans and spend time with people. And then I also love that I get to work out and it's like good for me and I need to, but it's, my number one primary reason is socializing. Yeah. And that's the community. And that's what keeps you going too. I mean, yeah. I, when we went through this transition and moved to the online platform, like, yeah, it was great to get us by. Um, and people would ask me all the time, like, you know, is Peloton taking over? Is this whole transition, is this here to stay? Like, is, you know, mom and pop shops a thing of the past? And like, I, you truly can't replace the connection that you build there and no. the community that you get there and having someone next to you pushing hard and, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, there's, 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 it's convenient to be able to do it in the, <laughs> you're sweet, you've got something to say. Sarah's here. really excited. I have a confession. <laughs> I have a confession Uh-oh. that I'm going to tell Connie right now. I have never finished an online class <laughs> really? in its entirety, 
Hell no. I'm like always at the 35 minute mark being like, oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, 60 minutes, 45 minutes, too long. I have friends during lockdown that would like sign into the class, put their video off and just like sit there and <laughs> eat nachos. Like it's just oh my not God. as inspiring not to be in the space. Like you, yeah. you get the energy from the people in the room and it's yeah. not just from the instructor. Like it truly, it truly is. Like I was saying in class tonight, like, if you're not going to turn the dial for yourself, turn it for the person next to you. Like just mm. try to do something to be a part of a bigger picture mm-hmm. while you're here. And it yeah. makes a world of a difference to have, to have a room of bodies around you. It, yeah, exactly. It pushes you differently. And just for the record, I finished all my, I know, I know you do. <laughs> Ashley's like very self-motivated. I, I like, I'm not. I like them on the go. Like it's nice to have that. <laughs> I go to gym for socializing. Yeah. Let's be clear. One of us is more motivated. I have to say to the point on the Comes Peloton. late. <laughs> oh yeah. She's the last one to leave. No, she doesn't come early. I don't come early, but I am the last one to leave. I thought Nicholas was going to kick me out today. Anyways. <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's the best too. But yeah, I've done the Peloton a few times. It's good. I think it's good if you only have so much time and you need something convenient or just as like a backup. But even doing the Peloton classes, I just see the one instructor on there. I'm like, this is so boring. Why can't you have like a hundred people in the room when you're recording this all yelling? Mm. You know? Oh yeah. You need the you need to see the people. So one of the things that I'm super curious about, more so than the business, I mean we love the business, but so knowing you for, we've known each other for <laughs> long time. Uh, university days. Oh my God. How many years is that? 16 years now? 2006. You went yeah. to university. Like age 18. Yeah. Well, so one of the things. Scary. I take a trip down that memory. I always just go back to, and it is, it's like, I, you know, you think of yourself at that age and it's always like so interesting to look back and reflect kind of like where you're ending up and where you're going. And so I love seeing you because I love seeing how people, you know, over time grow. Right. And like the things that they're doing. And it's so cool. But do you feel like or I'm going to say what I think and then I just want you to talk about it because <laughs> this isn't like a well-formed question. But I find looking at you, I see a lot of the business reflected through your own personal growth and like the things that you're growing through. And even just like I know you're hugely involved with different groups like EO and different kind of like mentorship groups and stuff. What has a personal development been like in the last few years for you? And like what, like where have you been growing as a person or like the things that are kind of like hot on your mind right now? Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head. One of our biggest challenges is like the brand has gone through so many different facelifts and transitions and growth. And it's entirely been a reflection of the phase of my life. Like when I opened these studios, when I when I left St. FX from... Being whoever was there, I mean, who are you? Who are we at that age? And having no direction and being super lost and not really being clear on what I wanted to do. And I kind of went through a phase of my life at that point where I really needed a break from all influence. And I, you know, I moved to the middle of nowhere. I lived by myself. I got into yoga. I started like studying spiritual readings. And then I became this really, really big free spirit. And I remember like, I remember posting a photo of myself doing like a yoga pose on Facebook because those were really cool images to post at the time. And people were like shocked. They were like, whoa, like 180, who is this? But I had gone through a massive transition in the last few years before I opened that studio. And that was always the original only concept was to open this sort of out of the box, edgy, like non-traditional Pilates and yoga studio. And you know, through the first two years, 
It's just through like different experiences and different soul searching. And then as I grew a little bit more, as I built a business a little bit more and kind of became a little bit, I don't know if hardens the right word, but like <laughs> certainly there was a component of it where, yeah, my, my intensity changed, my personality changed. And so then Roe came along and it was sort of this like darker side hmm. to the original concept. And then just like, and then, you know, Rebel and Rival, it was like my teaching changed, who I was changed. I became, I became a lot more positive and a lot more optimistic. And so all of these f- stages are entirely a reflection of what's happening in my life and, and who I am. And, you know, now I feel like I'm at sort of the most composed, mature stage (laughs) of my life. And now the actual strategy of the business is building, you know, so then we acquired Moto. And so, you know, that was completely strategic. Mm -hmm. Um, Rival was completely strategic. What comes next for us will be entirely strategic. So what started as this just like organic passion, as I continued to grow, and I mean, self-development has always, always been a part of me, whether it's just trying to connect to who I am as a person because I was so lost for so long. I've done a ton of life trainings. I got involved in business programs really early because, I mean, I wasn't actually in business at St. FX, but I think everybody thought that, like we were in a lot of business <laughs> classes together. So I, I had no background. So, you know, I, I knew that if I was going to do this and wanted to be successful, I mean, I've always been a really driven person. I've, I've always been a really self-motivated person, no matter what I've been doing, I've, I've gone all in. But yeah, the, the personal growth, I mean, at least 10% of my year is devoted to going away, like trying to build the vision, trying to build myself, going to conferences, like going to whatever they are, like any subject, any mm. topic. I put a post up today, like it was four years ago that I only Rio existed mm-hmm. and I went and just took myself on like a silent retreat. Because I was just like, okay, what am I doing here? Like, where is this going? I, I opened this one. I feel like it's going pretty good. I feel like I can kind of start to do something else. And I created this sort of like four component concept of what the studio wasn't our studios yet because there was only the one studio. And so I had Rio and then I was always, always wanted to introduce a spin studio. It was the first thing I ever wanted to bring here, but I had no money and no capital. So that went the way of the water. That's a saying. <laughs> so Rio ride, <laughs> rinse, which was always going to be like a hot concept and rest. And it's not necessarily a six space, but all three of those concepts have come to life in the last six months. Mm. So it's crazy to think, you know, I built that idea four years ago. I did other things in the meantime because mm. I wasn't, couldn't invest in the, you know, I wasn't ready for the spin, the hot yoga studio. Everything was too big of an investment. So Ro came you know, rebel came and then suddenly basically after hitting rock bottom and having to go through what we went through with COVID, you get to the core Mm. of why am I doing this and how much am I really willing to fight to keep this alive? Mm -hmm. And what am I going to do to make sure that this is going to work? And the strategy had to really start coming out. Crazy. So was it that tight for you during COVID, like that experience? I guess you would see the writing on the wall. It is crazy. Like your whole model basically was torn from you mm-hmm. indefinitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see how many businesses close. Could, you know, you, could we have folded? Probably. I mean, there was no guarantee that we were <laughs> going to be able to get through. I mean, yeah, we shut down. But like at the time I had three studios. I mean, my bottom line, I sold $30,000 in operating costs. I don't personally have that to survive for a month. Yeah. 
so yeah, I mean, it's it definitely flashes like, is this the time to get out? And especially where everything moved to online and then Peloton mm-hmm. and all of these massive, you know, it's the it's one of the most competitive markets right now is the online fitness industry. And, you know, you have to start to, as always, you have to be forward thinking in where your industry is going. And so there was definitely a bit of an indication that that's where the industry was going. So like, was it worth continuing to try to pay these rents and Mm. keep pushing through for the other side where you really didn't know what was going to be on the other side? And ultimately, like we just said, I mean, the connection and the community that we built was not worth sacrificing or just letting go of. Mm. It was really important for me to maintain that and seeing how close everyone stayed together. And even though you didn't get through an online (laughs) class, Everyone else did. I, literally, I, showed up. I showed up to the she online classes. Good you showed intentions. up to socialize, which is fine. Everyone's going to get something and different then it out of it. I would it be wasn't three to four thought. minutes early for the Zoom classes. <laughs> I would do them outside. But then, like, you know, if I was a little tired, I'd just turn the video off. I'd just sit there for the rest of the class and listen. If you didn't have to, like, clock in and be accountable to somewhere, it's a whole other ballgame. So... And now, so as you're saying this, Connie, it's making me think about rest, which is above um, rinse yep. in your, your new space. And I feel like not only the gym is important for people to have for self-care and just to like, you know, shut everything off and focus on. But now this is almost like another gift to the members to go and enjoy a new space and rest. Yeah. I mean, it's always been about a holistic lifestyle mm. and like you said I mean it isn't a fitness place like it isn't a goal oriented here's how much weight you're gonna lose let's tra- transform let's set goals it is like how can we just make this a part of people's lifestyle that mm-hmm. they're going to want to maintain and if it's not fun and it's punishment mm. it's you're not going to stick with it but if you have all of these other elements that make it feel like something you can't live without I think also too, you probably don't get enough credit for this, but like everything in every single one of those studios is so intentional. And I only know this because like you say some of these things in passing, mm. but like even the fact there's no mirrors. So like you can't see yourself and you're That's not like favorite. worried about your appearance. <laughs> and like, but when I look at the whole overall, like it is to me just a reflection of all these different sides of you. But mm. I think you've also said that. And I also am saying that knowing that you have a deep freeze in your house that's dedicated <laughs> as like a cold pool, yeah, a cold plunge. Like what the hell? Creative. You gotta get creative. No, it's totally true. I mean, it's the brand and like how we've, now I've, I've shaped it over time to be, totally. you know, making sure it's super inclusive and accessible to, to everybody. But I mean, even the way that it's designed, like when we, when we are building out a space, you know, the contractor would be like, do you want me to, you know, paint this pole in the middle? I'm like, no, like it has to have that edginess, that roughness to it, because it's not about perfection. Like mm. it's just it. I'm a rough around the edges and the space is rough around the edges. But ultimately, like, that's exactly how we want you to feel when you walk in. Like, it's just like, oh, OK, like I can just come as my come as I am. Like, it's OK for me to, like, touch this counter and I'm not going to, like, you know, worried about getting dirt on it. Like it's it's meant to feel relaxed and homey mm-hmm. yeah the cold plunge so I'm a pretty like organic raw person <laughs> I mean I you know follow a lot of just like successful entrepreneurs and go after what they do and so I've gotten into cold plunging and 
Yeah, it's, I, I was into cold showers for a bit, and those I just did that Wim Hof, and, and the Wim Hof movement. I did the Wim Hof cold showers. Yeah, yeah, so I've done a bit of that training. So, um, so you just one day said we're going to empty the deep freeze or purchase the deep. We got it. Purchase the deep freeze and thought this is going to be the cold plunge. Yeah, well, we got an infrared sauna during COVID, Ooh. and um, so you wanted the full cycle. Wanted the full cycle, <laughs> the and then cold. yeah, it just became. <laughs> And then I just like, I fell in love with it. And I was just like, okay, you know what? We need to bring this into our spaces. It's just, it's amazing. It, it is amazing. Also, nothing makes you sleep better than like cold cycles. Oh and my God. like, it's just, it is good for your body. You can literally like feel your body strengthening. I try and do it. A, we have it in our building. There's a cold right. plunge in the sauna and the steam room and stuff. And like, you feel so good. I just love the feel of your blood pumping. Oh, yeah. it's like, yes, you yeah, feel like alive. throbbing. I mean, the, the the physical benefits are great. The challenge is controlling your mind when you're in it. And that's yeah. what I'm going to say. It's not just about like jumping in and freaking the fuck out. It's, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're like you guys do. We're all out uh, <laughs> yeah, trying to like calm trying yourself Trying to control down. your breath. And it's training your mind to be able to get through challenges, get through, you know, anything that, that services for you. So there's actually a massive translation in your day-to-day life through. Yeah. Minimum. So are you spending more time in the cold tub right now? I know. I'm like, how long are you in the cold plunge? <laughs> yeah. And are you doing it every morning? Just, this is what I just need to, to know. Deal I had it as part of like my morning routine for a while. I've been really, really busy with a lot of things right now. Shocking. So my, <laughs> my routine has gone like, Wave the waters, apparently, might be saying. Down the river. <laughs> never said it before today. Down the river. Right by the water. So it's <laughs> I've actually never heard that. I think it's right. This is a saying. It sounds like a I saying. I don't think it is a saying. I think it is. Yeah. What is the saying? Fallen by the wayside is what yeah. I'm thinking of. Wave but that's, the, I like way of the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, way of the, oh. Like it's just gone whatever direction it may be. I heard a saying the other day, it's gone the way of the clog, which is like a oh, shoe that. that tried to make it at some point and or like then didn't. the way of the VCR. Because <laughs> Sarah like has really good, <laughs> you have really good sayings that I've never heard. Yeah, so water's from- still here to say. So the, my well, I'm not thinking like down a river. Like I'm thinking it's like the way of the water. You're on a ride it's down. Streaming along. It's yeah. just streaming along. Way of the water. Who knows where it will end. But also I think recently, this year, I had this kind of like, dichotomy or disconnection between habits like this and how long they go on for and things like that. And things don't serve you forever necessarily, but Mm -hmm. I've been starting to think of them more as like seasonally and that I've really liked where it's like I edit my habits, my practices, and it's good to mix things up. Like Mm -hmm. for certain people, they'll they'll do things forever, but you know, sometimes the cold plunge is there and sometimes it's not. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I'm in a massive transition phase right now. And you know, anytime I'm like during in these transitions, it's like you your, your goals sort of like you're so immersed in what you're working on in the moment that just your steps to striving kind of get lost mm-hmm. because you're so in the work, mm-hmm. drowning so to speak. <laughs> it's like so. I mean, it's just been hard to kind of maintain those habits that like you know you maintain the habits to like get you to a certain point, then you're in the you're in the point, and you're just kind of like are submerged in it and. Yeah, it's one day at a time for me right now. <laughs> Fair. Okay, so on that note, we love that you came in here on this one day at the time. <laughs> but okay, but but what was the cold plunge time that you were going into this to the deep freeze? Like how long? Yeah, 
I mean, I've stayed in it for like 15 minutes before. What oh the hell? Also, I have fears of this thing falling on you. Like, I'm I'm at home, in my home, safe, worried about Connie and the <laughs> well, decreased just, top accidentally shut. You're a very no, tiny person. I'm not picturing you closing. Do you I close it? I don't think she's closing it. No. I'm afraid it's going to get like, someone's going to come in and slam a door and no, the thing's going to close on her and she's going to be in the freezer. You have to convince yourself that's not going to happen. <laughs> to Connie. Like, I'm worried about her. I don't yeah. think it's happening to me. Brandon I comes mean, in and shuts the door. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not that big. I mean, I know this won't happen to you, but it's not. <laughs> it's not that big. Like, I mean, you think about a deep freeze. There's also like a built-in stool in it because it's yes. where the like whatever it's called compression thing. Yeah, goes. underneath. But yeah, like I was really injured a lot over the last year, and so I utilized it to heal my injuries. So in those cases, I try and stay in to Damn. heal for multiple times. But yeah, if I do it as part of my routine, I'm in there for like a couple minutes, thirty seconds, even just. Depends how much time I have. Mm. Not <laughs> how good it feels at the time. Yeah, Sometimes exactly. Sometimes just good. like to wake you up and yeah, shock yeah. the system. Shock the system. You know what? I'm getting back into it now that you've told me. Come about over this. anytime. Anyways, we can I know. Plunge. But I'll I'm sure. rest. Rest is open. Yeah, no. Yeah. First of all, I got rest. I got the Queen's Mark. I've got you cold no showers. Excuses. No, I'm going. Okay, so what? Tell us. I just selfishly want to know more about rest. So okay. there's a sauna. What else is there in this space? A little sitting. So there's room. a four person sauna. I've started it like very minimally. I have visions of like where I'd like to take it but it's very much a testing ground like most Mm -hmm. things become Mm. so go in there's like a tea station we've got charcoal lemonade in there there's a seating area so if you want to play music if you want to go in and read if you just need like to escape throw some headphones on whatever you need to do there's a four-person infrared sauna and there's a cold plunge so it's like a tub it's cold. So you just wear your ba- <laughs> you wear your bathing suit. You show up. And oh, I just... didn't even think about my well, bathing suit. I only know this because when I signed up, it said that there was other there was four spots total, right? Yeah. So, so it's, it's like, a generally communal plunging? unless you book it privately. Okay. Yeah, we but you could book also it. book it privately and like go like select who you want to go with too. Yeah. I, I just hadn't even thought about clothing attire for this. Interview. Yeah, well, I'm just picturing <laughs> like there could be I'm a glad random we're talking person about this. in there with you. <laughs> I know I'd be there. So you don't show up. And <laughs> I'd be there butt naked. Like I'm just yeah. joking. That would we not thought about doing like naked Tuesdays or something. But you know, let's see. Let's see who goes with the public first. Tuesdays. And, All right. Yeah. Why not Tuesday? It could be naked Thursday. It could be any. It could be any. Whatever you want. Sarah's mind. Well, it's no, not in my mind. It's just like I hadn't. I'm glad you brought this up. Otherwise, <laughs> it would like I would have booked and then 15 minutes before because I'm nothing be, else would like, take it away. Like Sarah's <laughs> not yeah. publicly publicly humiliated. You can go in your bra and underwear. Worst well, that's what would happen. Anyways, this is all. I fun. mean, that's fine too. You wear whatever you want. I mean, mm-hmm. as you know, we're come as you are. It no, would feel incredible though after rinse of hot Pilates or yoga to go upstairs and then oh my god, plunge in the cold. Tub. Yeah. I just, I'm like dreaming of it now. I love, anyone who's listening who has not tried, like, please try the cold plunges. People like, are scared of do them. Do cold showers. No, they're so good. No, like, I know it some feels amazing. At the we Nordic Spa, I've never that, done them. Like, that jump in the freezing cold ocean every week, all winter long. There's, There's people? Yeah, a friend of the Queen's Mark that do it like once a week. It's amazing. Because the stairs, you can walk down there. It's amazing. Should we do all do what? it one Maybe day? Maybe we, we should do this it? for for like a rest <laughs> For like the celebration of an opening, we all just go down yeah. the yeah. harbor, do a little cold plunge. There's a little guerrilla marketing thrown in love there. That. I love that. You love that. Connie, you got something going. Yeah, we'll bring marketing. a big sign. Um, okay, so one of the things I want to talk about, 
that you've brought up, but I do think is really core to you is this idea of personal development. You have done a ton. I think of, of probably anyone, I think you do most consistently and share a lot of the growth you're doing, which is amazing. But what are some of the things that you love? Like what are the, the experiences you've had or invested in or like that have been truly kind of transformational for you? Oh my God. I love um, hearing what people love. I mean, so many, like the way I, the way I look at it is like, if you get one nugget, like one takeaway from something, it's worth your time and energy. Mm-hmm. It's something I've just always invested in. I mean, I've done like your classic Tony Robbins. I've mm-hmm. done like the Lewis house, greatness oh, yeah. conference And I mean, those topics are not even necessarily entrepreneurial or business related. They can be methods of raising a family or just like, Mm. yeah, psychological stuff. Like there's just, there's something you can, I think it's just as important, sort of have this quote that I've stolen from somebody, but you can't 10X your business if you don't 10X yourself. Mm -hmm. So I've always sort of lived by this, that like, if I'm not growing personally, the business is never going to grow. So it doesn't necessarily always need to be business related, just the growth or education. It just needs to be like, get out of your comfort zone, shift your perspective. I mean, I like to travel to go to other, to other places and not just go to other gyms, but even just to go to like cafes or like, Mm. I mean, you can, you can get education from anything. You just have to get out of your comfort zone. And it's not even necessarily the experience or lesson that you're going to get from somewhere or something else. It's more of a way you learn about yourself by putting yourself in those situations and how you show up. So if you go to a foreign country and you've got to adapt to a language, adapt to a culture, try and figure out like how to get around. I mean, that's the best education you're, you're going to get for yourself. All of your like natural senses that you rely on are taken away. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of your comforts. And so what you're left with is, I mean, it's very much like, Survivor, And I'm fascinated by watching that show because, you know, I'm sure we can sit there and judge like the way that people strategize through the game or, you know, but when you think about it, I mean, these people are completely stripped of every comfort that makes their life what their life is. And so all you're left with is like the bare necessity of who they are Hmm. and not even because then they're they're deprived of food and so you're just left with like if that doesn't tell you (laughs) something about who you are I don't know what else does but it's kind of a fascinating thing to think about is like it's easy to be who you are in your natural habitat it's easy to show up when you know the people are people you know or Mm -hmm. you know exactly what to expect from something Mm -hmm. but you know to surround yourself by strangers or a different language or in an unknown territory that's just the best personal development that you can get because that's going to show your true colors of like how you show up in those places. It's going to tell you a lot about yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Just stepping outside of your comfort zone, period, doing anything, going to a different, even out to eat by yourself. I feel like there's just little things to like push yourself outside of that comfort. Totally. Like put your phone down and see like how you actually engage with people Hmm. when you're not sitting next to someone you feel really comfortable with. Hmm. Like, are you actually extroverted or are you extroverted because you're always surrounded by people that make you extroverted? Like, are you actually, yeah. like, that's what something I've learned about myself. Like, I don't, I'm not actually that extroverted. I have to like push myself when I'm in those situations. I would love spending time alone. When I travel by myself, I will talk to no one for multiple days. Whereas here, you probably think I'm like the energizer bunny. Mm-hmm. 
but how I show up when I'm alone, it's interesting to watch. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm quite comforted by just being by myself. And I think like you said I'm earlier, just, Sarah, there's so many times when we just, that changes some, the seasons of our lives or whatever, that sometimes you want to be around people and then you don't want to mm. be around people and you just kind of have to let that slow down the well, water. Go the way of the water? Yeah. I think though too, it's like exactly like you say, like periods of transformation. And I'm going through this now too. And it's like, I can't, all of the things that used to fit now no longer fit. So, or they have to be adjusted. Yeah. And so that is like, that's awkward. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. And then also I find I have to sit alone a lot because it's like, you're rethinking everything. Totally. Even like how you, you're rethinking routines, but you're rethinking how you eat. You've, you're rethinking like how you spend your time and like, yeah. So this even, happens a lot. It, it does. Are you talking about to no, me? To me too. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I feel d- like I an insane person sometimes. I'm like, I don't. And then I try not to think about it. I'm like, just let it, whatever needs to happen just needs to happen. But I think it's good to allow yourself that change. But like, I know when I'm mm. going through those periods, like I totally need so much time alone and I feel bad because I'm almost like, you know, a bit of a, a hermit, but it's just like, I can't. Well, it's true. I mean, you know, all the time. if you're stay in the same, I mean, connecting it to personal development, like if you stay in the same zone all the time, like you don't even have the opportunity to grow or change. And you're right. Mm. Like, then you just find yourself like, like I did with the studios, not that I'm still not completely connected to each and every one, but I hit a point where it's sort of a threshold for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't necessarily only connect to this right now. I'm growing so it only makes sense for that to be reflected in my work. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And you need something else. I know I found just going away to Costa Rica, even for the first trip away in years, it was just like, right. All of these like new stimulation and things like that. I missed it so much. So refreshing. And I'm like, I can't stay here right now. I can't be in the city yeah, exactly. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Before we move on to the less serious part of the show, I get so into your words, Connie, sometimes, especially in the dark room at Rival. I'm just like, she's touching my, I don't know, certain days. Like it depends. Wait, on what part of you is she touching? My soul. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, she can't reach me across the room, Sarah. But like, where does that come from? I'm always so curious. Is it something you're kind of like, you know, maybe writing about or thinking about that day or it just like comes to you a song or just the vibe of the people in the room? Where, do, where does that inspiration come from? Uh, it's always a reflection of what's happening in my life. So like when I'm injured, you know, I don't necessarily talk about my specific situation in the room, but there's always a grander kind of story that you can share that most people are going to relate to seasons of change. Like, you know, there's always, there's always things that we can, we can relate to, but I mean, yeah, I don't read anything. I don't listen to other people. It's, it comes from what's happening in my life. And it's interesting because like right before we started, you you asked me how my class was tonight. And, you know, sometimes I, I have days where like I can't even talk myself out of where my headspace is. And like, so that translates in my class as well. If, if you come to a class of mine and I'm not sharing, inspiring, or like mm-hmm. if, I'm not, if I'm not bringing mm-hmm. a message that is helping and supporting you, it's because I'm generally in a place where I just can't even find it for myself that day. Right. That being said, sometimes when I come to a class, the lecture that I'm bringing is exactly what I need to hear that day. And so the communication is really with myself, but I know that there's other people that are probably in the same boat. 
And it resonates in different ways. It resonates, yeah. A few weeks ago, you were talking about just, you know, how spin is hard and it's hard when you start and how you have to work and work. But that I feel like for everyone isn't just a physical thing. It's just some, you know, other areas of their life that they're struggling so much. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been like training very differently in the last kind of six to eight months because, you know, I've sort of, because I'm in this industry and I do train pretty hard all the time and I'm leading these classes. So again, at some point they reach a threshold for me, right? Mm -hmm. I always wanted to still try and be accessible in my own classes, but when you're doing it yourself multiple times a day, at some point you're probably going to outgrow what you're what you're putting into you're the classes. You're outpacing yes. also what everyone else is doing in a day. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it can be the case, right? So I've I've been starting to study like, okay, what does the physical versus the mental limitation hold? Because I've been doing my own training and putting myself out of my comfort zone and getting into more competitive mm-hmm. things. And like, I've never been good at running. So I'm like, okay, let's set this, set this goal and go after a new challenge for myself that really takes me out of my comfort zone. Signed up for, you know, a super elite running group that I had no business being a part of, but it's been so educational to watch, first of all, how humbling it is to put yourself back in those shoes because that just, again, is further education for what I'm bringing in my classes to, to remember what it's like to start something new. And just this idea of like how quickly our mind limits our body before our physical ability actually runs out. Hmm. So your self-limiting beliefs actually start to surface and tell your body to quit before it's actually necessary that your body quit quits. Now, this is not true in all cases, obviously, if you're injured, whatever the case may be. But I find it just such an interesting thing because as soon as something becomes challenging, obviously our mind goes right to, I want to give up. Stop. Yeah. I want to quit. And so I've been preaching that a lot in my classes lately because I'm doing a lot of the work behind it and I'm experiencing a lot of the work behind it. And I just think it's like, it's so fascinating to actually listen to what our narrative is bringing up because I watch myself do it. Like I know physically I can keep running and the mental battle that's going on in my mind Mm. is so limiting. It's crazy. Mm. And I haven't really experienced that in a really long time because I haven't put myself out of my comfort zone, especially in the physical world in so long. So it's been a bit of a trip. I didn't even think about that. Just like that mental challenge of, yeah, you basically not being incredible at it out of the gate. And running is a hard right. Because <laughs> it's like, but it is, it's different muscles. It's different thing. Like it's totally different engagement with mm-hmm. your body. And it's not even, you have to keep moving. And to, and to be fair, you aren't just like naturally incredible at these things. It's just that like, you are literally working behind the scenes. Like before Rival opened, you were doing training classes for months and months and months. Right. All of this stuff is like being built up behind the scenes. So it is hard to imagine you know, you yeah, showing I mean, we up. make it look so easy yeah. while we've done so much work behind the scenes. But so, yeah, I mean, it's it, and I do I do put myself in those situations to relate mm-hmm. and to be able to educate because, you know, that's kind of the whole point. Shit, that's crazy. Love that. That's so smart. Like, I don't know. I, I just think that's a really yeah incredible way to, to look at that. And the le- the limiting beliefs thing with your mind, anytime you're pushing up against those things, it's good for you. I think we face those all. <laughs> We've got a poodle stuck in the cords right now, but I think I think we uh, we face those in so many different parts of our life, and we give up, you know, often right before we're about to 
kind of push through to the next level. Yeah, totally. That part's crazy. Hmm. Okay. It's yeah. fascinating. It is fast. It, it is fascinating exploring your limits. Okay. Actually on this. So mm-hmm. I'm doing, I've told you this already. I'm so excited to read your human design chart. I got to get your birthday and stuff before we leave because Ooh. I feel like you have, <laughs> a, like, I can what? like, I, every time I listen to you talk, I'm like, oh, I really bet she has these things in her chart. <laughs> I'm fairly textbook. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Like, You're a Leo. Yes. He's <laughs> so funny. I love that. Anyways, I'm excited. Okay, Ashley, you ask your questions. Connie, we know there's a lot going on, <laughs> but what are you excited about right now? What What's lighting you up? What's oh my good? God. Um, well, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this, but I will share it because it's, um, it's just part of my story and it's it's been um, a journey and I'm pissed off that most people don't talk about this early on because I really could have used some help around it. I'm nine weeks pregnant. <gasps> what? So- <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh my God. So just add that to hopefully the list. by the time this, this uh, airs, I'll be like in the clear. But either way, whatever Amazing. happens, it's a story I'm willing to share. Yeah. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. You did? I mm-hmm. definitely did not. I knew you were going to say I was like, Please she's going to finish telling no, this story. I literally was like, she's going to say she's pregnant and we're going to be shocked. Like, I, had to <laughs> I swear to God. Okay, go on. Yeah. So, I mean, if you know me anytime before the last six months, it's never been a part of my plan. Obviously, a very career-driven person, and just never really saw it being a part of my story. My focus has always been on mm-hmm. a bigger picture, whatever the case may be. But you know, also in and during the last couple years of chaos, my values and priorities have shifted as well, and mm-hmm. a responsibility I didn't think I was going to be able to handle. And honestly, just watching society and a lot of just even like social media and how inauthentic it is and my vision of like raising children to just be real and bring more strong independent people into the world has become a bit of like my new mission and my new purpose and (laughs) so I'm gonna create a human (laughs) yeah so it's (laughs) <laughs> it's already what's the reason I'm pissed off that nobody shares a story. And I, and I understand why people don't because anything can happen in the first stage, but I really did not know what I was getting into at this stage. And I was like, okay, I can take this year to really like get the businesses to a really good place. And then mm-hmm. I'll be able to take whatever few weeks off anyway <laughs> when this happens. And it's already completely taken over my life. I've been incredibly sick. Mm. Yeah, I'm exhausted. I have to take like two naps a day if I can like get out of bed before like 9.30. Oh my God. And so (laughs) you just don't know what to expect. And so it's been tough, but it's, and, and it's been already like so emotional. But the things that used to seem like such a big deal, I'm just like, are not a big deal. Like I just, this is my focus now. And this is, this is my priority. But it's it's just it's really tough to balance everything mm-hmm. happening right now and especially right mm-hmm. now i mean i we've got this massacre happening with one of our leases and i have to find a new space basically right before i give birth and you know opening rest over the last couple of weeks and we just did a complete organization uh restructuring and 
So just everything happened at once. And obviously this is something you can't plan the date out. You can't plan how it's going to unfold. And it's kind of been one of the single things in my later years that I haven't been able to control. So, and didn't really know what to expect. And don't feel like there's that many people talking about this stage of it. And, Mm. you know, going through it, I'm like, why are more people not sharing how miserable this is? Because (laughs) it would have been nice to know. Uh, (laughs) But it is people just don't talk about this stage of it. And it's been a trip. It's been like a huge journey. And I'm just like very much trying to like just get through one day at a time. It's forced me to be so present because Mm. I like, I literally can't plan tomorrow because I just like, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know how exhausted I'm going to be. I don't know if I'm, you know, going to be able to eat. Like, it's yeah. just like, it's very, um, it's a great new a challenge. challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's a great new challenge. So I, could, I guess that's what is lighting me up right now. But also it is light and darkness at the same time because yeah. it's definitely the hardest thing I've had to get through. And we're well, going and through some major, lot, major changes in the business too. So... I really did not (laughs) expect you to say that. However, based on the conversation, I can understand exactly what you're saying when you talk about your values have shifted, your priorities have shifted. Mm. Also, 100% not surprised that you're like, we need to change society. I will do it by creating (laughs) many I mean, I won't be fully responsible, but I do feel like... (laughs) You'll you'll pass on a little bit of you and what you've built to someone else. I mean, I don't think I'm the greatest person in the world, but I do think I'm very real and very authentic. And I don't think the world is necessarily going in that direction. I think if Mm -hmm. there's... One example that we set more of, I think that's an important one. I agree. We agree wholeheartedly. I just, I am so excited <laughs> for you, but like my mind is blown. There's something. <laughs> yeah. And I love this. I can't wait to hug you as soon as we're done this. But like my mind is blown right now. I'm a little lost for words. You can it's pull it very affected my physical abilities as well, which has been, right. you know, the biggest part of my identity. This might be good though, because now there might be like I think a whole you might like be cracking through some new of these. thing when you see and know women who are pregnant and then postpartum, like how mm-hmm. you know you can structure things differently, even in the community or at the the gyms themselves, right? Totally, yeah, yeah. Um, but also giving yourself compassion, like you are not great at slowing down. No, exactly, and it's <laughs> it's it is tough. It's face. a mental battle, and I know this from you know we do have a ton of pregnant women. I mean, we have champion pregnant women who like are riding that bike until like two days before. Yeah, like, I'm pretty Keel. sure we've been pretty close. To, like, yeah. Having, like, shout out to Jessica <laughs> Keel Rutowski. Who's still, no, she just had the baby. Oh, she did. Jess Keel. I saw something on Instagram. Jessie. <laughs> oh, Jesse, the cousin. Yeah. He's, okay. a, he's her cousin. False alarm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I have her baby shower. I know. On I was actually like, <laughs> I hope she has a I was like, whose child is this? Okay. Sorry. False yeah. alarm. Everyone. Jessica's do the end of, this middle of summer. So hopefully okay. the baby stays. But in yes, okay. yes. People are champions at our studios. Anyway, she's still going hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love all of you. <laughs> it doesn't seem to have slowed down and it's been very hard for me to hold my stamina, especially in teaching classes. And right. um, I've had a couple like yeah. post-class breakdowns where I'm just like, wow, I already but you go so I'm hard, affected. You go so hard. Now you know what the rest of us feel like. Right? <laughs> but yeah, we have breakdowns after. You two. know, I'm, this is great. I'm coming to all your classes now. This is the time that I might be able to get by. No, but I, I also think this is going to be like 
this is a new journey for you to talk to people who are also going through this, but also yeah. hopefully people who are a little further along their pregnancy will share more because maybe it does change and you will get that stamina and strength. Back now we and- know why she wasn't drinking the Luvo over there. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice that. Don't tempt her. <laughs> no. Soon enough. Yeah. Um, it will go by fast. Damn. I'm just so excited for, I feel like if anyone is going to learn the limits through pregnancy of like, mental challenges and physical limits it is you well i mean it has been good because i won't i'm like guilt myself if i'm trying to slow down and step back and be peaceful for a minute and again this is like oh wait this isn't about me anymore this is about something else you have someone Mm -hmm. else you have to take care of and so already that's been like putting something else before my own needs, wants, desires, and motivations has already become like my new lifestyle. So, and it's like a kidney bean. So, uh, yeah, I love that. So exciting. Okay. Well, we will fly around with Queenie Graham. So Stay just, tuned. There could be an, which is far our, less exciting. Than there this. could be in our studio's daycare. Yeah, we went into a whole other subject. I cut your lightning round. <laughs> no, we'll do one little round. Of, we'll do one round of Queenie Graham's. Connie, pick a number for us. Sarah's still speechless. One and I am and one hundred and forty-six. But I'm this is just the second person way. that told us. Verena told us when she was pregnant too, and like but not little, live no, on the podcast like before. But still, <laughs> this is the same and space. This is also the content. This, this is, is the also same space. different. It's not for me. I'm excited for Connie. This could be like an announcement. It could be like, listen to the Rive on Queen podcast to hear about a new something dropping. Yeah. I'm probably not the kind of person that would do it publicly. So this is my announcement. And honestly, I'm just like, I I do love seeing people's stories who are in the first trimester and do share it and share their vulnerable moments because a lot of women go through it. And that's why... You know, we haven't public publicized it to the world, but sort of telling people as we see, even though it is early, because it's a part of the story no matter what happens. And yeah, mm-hmm. it is an opportunity to be vulnerable and connect with other people. So and sharing that experience, so like honestly, what totally, it's like. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people go through things and don't talk about them. And I think mm-hmm. it's important to normalize a lot of the experience challenges that mm-hmm. we face. Absolutely. So. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yes, thank you for sharing. Please Heard pick a number first. between 101 <laughs> and 146. And then I'm going to like, we'll end and then I'll process all the information. Then you can have a moment. <laughs> and then Connie and I will have a moment. Um, okay. Five. Number five. Think. All right. Someone is meeting you at the airport and you can go anywhere. Where are you going? It's been such a long couple of weeks. I've just been like Googling direct flights out of Halifax. <laughs> Where am I going? Anywhere this in the world? This is a charter. This is a private charter, Connie. Goes wherever non-stop. you want. <laughs> wherever you want. I feel like India is at the top of my bucket list. Ooh. We've talked a lot about sort of like the trajectory of the businesses as a reflection of myself. And what's interesting is like when I started in my sort of free-spirited, hippie, minimalist, type B, laid-back phase, I feel like... um trying like starting to circle back to that like went to one extreme and now I'm like kind of reconnecting to my spiritual self Mm. so I feel like that would be a really good next spot for me oh I love that where are you going oh 
Do you have an answer yet? Because I don't have one. Yeah, but mine, my, I thought it. about one and then I thought about another one. And Two I'm going to go with like the heartfelt one that I want. All right, let's hear it. I would just go visit my brother. Oh, oh that's so sweet. <laughs> I don't even think about family. <laughs> well, he's so far away now and I just want to be like teleported there. Thinking about traveling there. Just, I just don't want to. I just want, it, in this question, it's magic and I can just be there in my mind, you know? Okay, where am I going? Yeah, there's no time frame. <laughs> and that's Portland, Oregon. For everyone who's wondering, <laughs> it's not that exciting. <laughs> when you said so far away, I'm like, takes a lot to get there. I'm like, oh, it's probably Australia. No. <laughs> it's a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. Where? Oh, Greg's Snapchatting Mark at the moment. So he, Ashley's brother, is oh. literally live. Oh, he heard us. you. Oh, he knows. So um, where am I going to go? Yeah, you guys have. Two I want to say Paris, but then I went for what I really wish I, oh, where I could go. I really like that you said that. Um, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I would like to go. <laughs> where would I like to go? I would like to go to Australia. One of my best friends is there. I have not seen her in three years now. I'd like to go to Australia too. So I'd like to go to Perth. That is where I would go right now. Also, mm. warm weather. I'm very into that. Boats. Accents. I mean, anywhere right now, I feel like yeah. it's a good option. I'm going to Montreal in two weeks, and anywhere. that feels exotic. Yeah. So sure, even <laughs> Dartmouth. I want to really a little more exotic than that, but no, I think yes. Any, anything adventurous feels yeah really special right now. Connie, where can people connect with you online and obviously send their congratulations? Well, <laughs> my Instagram handle is the Connie May. Does it have an extra e on both? I can't remember. I think it just has one e. I don't think it has any extra. We'll tag it in the show notes regardless. The Connie May. Connie. May was taken. All of my other names were taken, so I had to be at the our studios always. You'll still find me there. I'm trying to trudge through these classes and bring my A game, but I'm definitely slowing down. So if you've been afraid to try my classes, now's a good time because Okay, first of all, all of your classes are always amazing. I don't even think you slowing down is going to change how good <laughs> they are because you are so connected to like the body also my lessons have changed that's for sure <laughs> that's okay that's, yeah but that's i a think fun journey. Like, you come through no matter what but i will be taking you off on that offer and i will try your spin class <laughs> okay your spin class isn't don't be that scared yeah, everyone that's listening afraid. it's wonderful i don't think you've ever done it you i haven't because i've been afraid for no reason it's no, not when connie isn't like I'm facing my fears okay guys i've been motivated tonight by connie she'll just pull it out of you though I know she will, but it's like, it's like, it's, it's not about that. I can, I know I can physically do it. It's the mental game. It's also like, I'm lazy. Connie has good music and it's really dark. I'm there. Anyways, I'm going you get to do whatever you want. I let you know that. Okay. We'll go. I'll see you Meet there. yourself where you're at. That's always my number one. All right. I'm there then. Love it. We'll see you Wednesday morning. 7.30. Thankfully, I'm in Newfoundland, but next Wednesday, I'll be there. <laughs> she immediately books a trip. Yeah. Um, out of here. Next Wednesday, I'll be there. All right. Well, thanks so much. We know you're busy and we're appreciative to come and hang. We love so you. So good to catch up. All the deeds. Yay. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review. You can chat with us on social media at Bible and Queen. We'd love to hear from you.